I'm Kevin Paley, and I hate blowing things up. Welcome to Grumble Goat. My name is Matt Labodka, and this is a show about all the small things that drive me insane. Let's grumble. Now, hold on. I'm not a serial killer. I'm not an arsonist. I hate blowing air into things. I don't know why. I did a lot of investigation to figure out if there was some trauma involved, and I really couldn't dig up some uncovered memory. And I think there's a duality to it, right? Because are you ever blowing up a balloon for the sake of anger? The other day, it was my roommate's birthday, and I thought, okay, I'm going to wait for them to go to sleep, and then I'm going to fill the kitchen with balloons. I thought, wow, this is really going to be special. And there I am at 2 a.m. sitting in my kitchen, realizing I had to put those balloons to my lips, and I had to blow, and I had to blow up two dozen balloons. And if I didn't, my roommate might wake up not knowing that people love her. Anyway, I am a martyr for this act. I never told her how much I hate blowing up balloons. In fact, I've never told anyone until this day. And in fact, I drove to record this podcast in a car with a flat tire. Now, not fully flat, not 100% flat where I'm going ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum on the highway, but to the point where maybe the last five people that I hung out with said, you know, your tire's looking a little low. And I responded saying, oh, I know, right? Because the fact of the matter is, I haven't put air in my tire since I was 16 years old. I just hate it. You check the PSI, you put a couple of quarters in, and the whole time you're thinking, these could be my last moments with sight. Because this tire could blow up. Let me just take a second to think about what you're doing when you're blowing something up. You're taking the air that's inside of your lungs, if it's oral, And you're blowing it into something like a balloon. So that balloon is now filled with your air, but it's air inside of something surrounded by air on the outside of something. You're really just putting a wall between air and calling it a decoration. Maybe my enemy is physics. I'm going to have to think of a new way to decorate. I'm Kevin Paley, and I hate blowing things up. And that's the grumble. Grumble, 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 grumble. What? Grumble, 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 grumble. What's got your goat? For the latter half of the show, we'll bring in my better half, Veronique, for an unpretentious look and a segment we call... What's got your goat? We have Kevin here. Kevin Kevin Paley's joining us today. Hi. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. So excited to have you in the studio. And I am so happy to be here. What a lovely studio and what a lovely dinner. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Maybe we should stop serving guests dinner before they record because every episode is loaded with compliments on dinner. Yay. I'll take it. to the chef. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Kevin, what are you up to? What's going on? What's happening in your life? My goodness. I am matchmaking. I am helping. Helping people find love all love across the nation. Love is nation. in the air. We should have had you come making. for February for love Valentine's in the air. Day. I'm Cupid, baby. Wait, hold on. I <laughs> shoot that arrow. You mean you just knew two friends that were single and like you thought they'd work out together, or like you made a career out of it? Well, that is how I started in middle school, actually. <laughs> <laughs> So I was very well prepared when I figured out that matchmaking was a legitimate thing, a national network, and mm-hmm. you interview, you get the job, and then before you know it, there are couples on the marriage track, ah. there are people who never want to speak to you or your company again. Oh my, oh my goodness. Gosh. Everyone.
one in between. Now, is this like I'm picturing the scene from Mulan where the matchmaker is like putting makeup on them all. They can't drop the tea and then Mulan ruins everything. Now, how far do you go in the tea service? Yeah. Figure out if they're 100%. I actually give them all a lucky cricket before their date. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we, um, I meet them and then I meet all the people who are eligible for them. I plan the date. It's a blind date. Oh my gosh. And then, you know, it's an hour or two hours of meeting someone, maybe the love of your life. Okay. Maybe someone that you're very upset you spent a lot of money to meet. That's what I'm saying. So who pays for the dinner? So it's Dutch. So the dates are done. Oh. Um, so I like that. I like having a corporation like step in and say, you're splitting the bill, guys. Oh, that's like what that, that meant. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I learned that's not an offensive Dutch term, is it? Company. Is it? You don't think the Dutch are offended by that? Oh, my God. If you're God. Dutch and you're listening, <laughs> sign off now in the comments. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just so you know, I respect all the bicycles, guys. Oh. I, I love to use bicycles. I appreciate that. But when it comes to splitting the bill, you guys are number one in the game. Yes. Oh and people of different generations have different expectations of who pays the bill. Absolutely. People are really picky about restaurants, especially New Yorkers, people who live in big cities. So it's not just the food. It's the ambiance. Oh it's the gosh. decor. What is your ideal restaurant decor? If you were going to a restaurant and you were like, I want it to look like this. Now, you've been to our apartment because that's where the Grumble Goat Studio is located. And you know that I like steampunk stuff. I let you play with my steampunk light switch. Yeah. Right? I like steampunk stuff. So when you got those Edison light bulbs and a lot of bare wood and some bare brick, that's the ambiance I love. Okay. And what about you? Well, it really depends on where I am. And I want a quaint little like a local restaurant that's like kind of expensive and kind of nice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> whereas, whereas if we could... And then I want to dress to the nines and like walk in. Yes. But whereas it really my depends opinion, on my outfit. If we could eat behind a lumber yard, a lot of bare wood, a lot of exposed brick. So you're rustic. You're a rustic steampunker guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you were looking at two restaurants side by side and one was like beautiful, steampunk, cute... And the other one was just filled with balloons, right? Like they were like, we're fun. Ooh, balloons. Now, hold on. I didn't know balloons was an option here. Is it is the floor okay. a ball pit? Like, do we have balloons on the ceiling and a ball pit on the floor? Because this is amazing. Oh okay. Gosh. It sounds like we have a fan of a balloon ball okay, pit Okay, because I was going to say steampunk. I mean, like, there's a lot going on with those balloons. I don't know how out of control they're going to be over there. Okay. And who blew them up? And are they right. going to pop? And oh, what's yeah. going on? Yes. Wait, hold on. Who walks into a restaurant and thinks, this decor is about to blow up, right? No. Someone with an extremely rational brain. <gasps> I know. So, so I didn't realize that matchmaking was a thing outside of like million dollar matchmaker. It's tough. It's yeah. Hold on. You built me this beautiful playpen of a restaurant. That's right. We, we abandoned the playpen. I want to hear about your ideal restaurant. Who fills the balloons? That's my question. The catering company. Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Having set up events, I love yeah, I show like up in a we do. wild, outrageous request, and all of a sudden it becomes my they job to blow, blow up the balloon. Four balloons yeah, like, in this pit. I was on, hired the by a private party. That, blow up now that's, that comes from a can. Okay, so helium, I can get behind because, right, it's like, ooh, an element on the periodic table going oh. into something made out of rubber. Ooh, I mean, it's going it. to float. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> So the balloons are not the issue. I'm not the biggest fan, I'll say, 
of blowing things up. Of blowing. Up, of putting air oh. into objects. I don't like blowing up balloons. I don't like putting air in my car tires. I don't oh. like blowing up air mattresses. Now this is interesting balls. because like, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been the uncle balls. that has to blow up the beach ball. Now all of a sudden there's sand on my lips, there's sand in my lungs, like everything scratches and I had still have to blow up this stupid thing. Ugh. The human body was not designed to take the air that's inside and put it into a piece of rubber. Like, are we breathing right? And what happens to the balloon? Is it going to blow up in my face? And why am I scared if it's going to blow up in my face? Because it's really just air. Yeah, it's going to it's going to go. Yeah, but, yeah. That, but, that, but that, when that rubber snaps back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's really difficult to get that first blow. Mm-hmm. The first you, one. Yeah, the first. Mm-hmm. If you don't stretch it out, exactly. if you don't stretch it out and then you got to go. Like, there is no more air in your lungs anymore just to get that little bubble. Yeah. For what? You can blow this much air into it, yeah. but no more. Yeah. Or this toy was designed to self-destruct. Was. And then clowns are like, oh, how come the kids are afraid of us? <laughs> it's because you're scary. You're giving them, yeah, noise pollution. <laughs> noise pollution. <laughs> Now, tying a balloon is actually very difficult, mm-hmm. right? Now, how did you all master the tie? Of I love the that balloon. we are both masters of the tie. I passed it off. <laughs> I, I would find someone in the class who prided themselves on their tie, <laughs> and I would be the blower. <laughs> and I would blow, and then I would say, here. Here. <laughs> See, I just I just use a hair tie. No, Pro you tip, can't. Just use a hair tie. You can't. Use the hair tie. Hair tie. Is that where all my hair ties are going? <laughs> In the balloons. <laughs> all the balloons. Right. Now hold on. Let's talk. Let's talk about helium balloons. Okay. Because helium balloons that gives you the high voice. Well, I, I kind of mess with those. So I never did that. I never did that until Kyle's going away party. For what do you mean grad you never school. did that? You never had a floaty balloon? No, I never had a floaty balloon. They always just dragged behind you. Yeah. We. I, so I, when you inhaled balloons, it didn't change your voice at all. No, of course, because it was Carbon my dioxide. own air. <laughs> And that never happened. And it's amazing comedy. Instant comedy. (laughs) Instant. (laughs) Now, speaking of blowing up balloons, isn't most of matchmaking blowing some hot air? Ooh. There's a lot of smoke that goes up those booties, if you know what I mean. Mm. Yeah, Um, because you sort of have to inflate each other to each other, right? Right. Yeah. And car tires. I mean, car. Do Do I blow up my own car tires? We went through that mechanic moment. (laughs) So we all know a thing or two about automobiles. Now, I, oh my gosh, yeah. I ride a bicycle everywhere. So I have a bicycle pump. Yeah. And you can use a bicycle pump to fill a car tire. Oh, my gosh. It just can? takes a long time. Oh. Yeah, you can do it. That's how I fill up my motorcycle tires. Uh, have they ever exploded on you? I've never had a car tire explode on me. What I have had a bicycle tire explode on me. Yeah. And that time, sometimes when you're low on air as a bicyclist, you can just pull up to a local bicycle shop and they'll have an uh-huh. air pump outside. So I filled up my bicycle tire and I rode off and a block later, boom. Exactly. Whoa. It was very loud. I looked at my tire. It was shredded. Oh my gosh. Thank God you still have your hearing. Yeah. I'm waiting for the day that I am. It's never going to happen because I'm never going to do it. But putting <laughs> air in my car tire and it just blows on me and I'm blind or I'm deaf <laughs> and, or like I have that ringing effect like Katniss Everdeen. Oh no. I literally have three tires on a car. I need to get to the hospital and I have no way to get there. Right. Oh my God. That's the worst balloon experience. So like. Like I think about when you're pumping it or you have to take the cap off. Do I know this is actually on? Do I need to hold it on the whole time? Because then you turn that little motor thing on and that's making a lot of noise. 
Yeah, you the hear the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, am I well, am I filling the tire or am I losing air in the tire? Guys, there's a difference between the s- and you have to know what to listen for. Oh my god. I haven't it's, studied the hiss. I haven't. If it's a if it's a high tss, then you're losing air. Oh. But if it's a low hollow, Melt then you're gaining air. So you have to listen to the hiss. The low. You have to like. I mean, I feel like somebody's got to mention the elephant in the room. Which is that? With the giant balloon elephant. And by that, I mean the Macy's Thanksgiving Day oh. Parade. The parade yes. just last week. The big balloon. Did you see Barney? Barney popped. <gasps> what? Yes, you didn't see the video? He's like flapping and struggling, and they're running to get out of the way because they're trying to like bring the balloon down because oh my gosh, clearly it's like the dinosaur's up. revenge. Yes! Instead of the meteor falling on the dinosaur, the dinosaur is plummeting to earth to bring kill it. to kill New Yorkers. Yes, to kill Full New circle. They get into like it. a lot of people to hold them down. How many people had to blow that? That thing up. Oh yeah. And how is it helium? Right. Right. I feel like those things are like bagpipes. Like everybody that's holding it up is sort of also breathing into it to make the balloon stay inflated. Hilarious. No, they don't blow in as they march. <laughs> Everyone just lays uh, on the side of Barney, and you're like, <laughs> where do those balloons live year round? A warehouse, I'm sure. Oh, very, well, sorry. That's a very that was life. like. <laughs> Thank you for that well thought out and reasoned answer, Barney. <laughs> they all live in a house together in Vermont and celebrate Christmas. They stay inflated. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They stay inflated and drink tea. A floating island in the ocean. Yes. Uh, what about hot air balloons? I was thinking that too. What is that? <laughs> I remember as a kid getting in one at one point. I know I'm afraid of heights. And I watched that movie that yeah, came didn't out. Didn't I catch you watching a movie like was overly dramatic about yes, a hot air balloon I was ride? so invested in this movie. It was really good. Anyway. You like had to climb up to the top of the balloon yes, part? Yes, they've done it before, but her husband tragically died in the same balloon act. Accident. No, not in a tragic hot air balloon accident. Let's try it again. Let's rewrite yes. that trauma. Yes. On top of the air balloon and have the strength with her shoe and poke a hole in it to right. burst the oh, balloon. Because she she wore high heels. That's right. Of course she did. Because oh. this is like. Her stilettos. Yeah. And she's like, I just took my corset off. <laughs> yeah. Well, because she had to inflate her own lungs. Oh, my Literally. gosh. Anyway, so she had to. And the balloon pop, went down. Yeah. <laughs> pop that balloon. And then it like slowly went down and like, spoiler alert, well, they survived. Balloons. Exactly, because balloons, I have nightmares about things falling back down from the sky. So whether it's like a balloon that popped because it didn't go to space. Or an asteroid that murders us all. (laughs) They they go back down. And where does it go? Where will it land? We should put a tracker on one. Or a little note that says, call me with my number. (gasps) So that it goes all the way up and then some alien is like. (laughs) And they're like. Delete this. Like, I just like, where do the balloons go to die? Is my question. Like, is there a little graveyard that we all put? Well, there's a Texas sized patch of garbage in the Pacific Ocean. I think that's where everything sort of meets. (laughs) With the balloons from the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade holding it all up. (laughs) That's where they live. They 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 hold all the garbage balloons. (laughs) Oh, so it's just in the sky above us. Yes. Orbiting trash. Orbiting trash. Trash. That's a good deterrent. And that's to be like, yeah, but do you want your trash flying around? And it's like, hey, there's Pikachu with all the world's garbage. It's kind of funny, right? You're like out and you're like counting the stars and you're like, oh, and there's the giant trash balloon. Yes! Wish. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> Make a wish every time you see the trash balloon. Oh my God. Wish I may, be- wish I might. The first trash I see tonight. <laughs> oh my God, me every time I go to a gay bar. <laughs> 
<laughs> what about when do we think balloons were invented? What was the first balloon? I want to say the original balloon was a bagpipe. I love the sound of bagpipes. My high school mascot was the Highlander. Oh my God. So for graduation, <laughs> our pomp and circumstance, we marched out to just a soul bagpiper. Oh my God. So and can you tell the audience where you went to school? This is Portland, Connecticut. <laughs> yes. Home of the Highlander, baby. Home of the Highlander in Connecticut. This episode's going to blow up. (laughs) (laughs) Not if I have anything to do about it. This has been an episode of Grumble Goat. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Labotka. I'm Veronique Hurley. Please subscribe. I hate when people say please subscribe. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Not 100% flat where I'm going ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum on the highway. 